The following podcast contains dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. Nobody's looking. Let's go for it. Went for a swim and um, had a bit of a kiss and a cuddle. Mm. Pants were coming down and things were getting quite exciting. <laughs> and then you hear Dale's mum call out, Dale! Oh my god, Froggy! There's something stuck in there and it won't come out. Something happened during sex and it's still down there. It slipped out of my fingers and went up in that place. This is unbelievable. Being in the woods and getting intimate with someone, it's not something that I normally do. Right here. Woo! Game on, like animals. Like, he rolls over onto something. Ah! And just popped up naked and I was taken off. Ah! Ah! Hey, Mom. Welcome home, son. In Australia, they have a long weekend. So I thought, perfect opportunity to go away, visit the parents, had other family driving up as well. Game of footy, Dale? I was very excited because I was kind of thinking a holiday away without the kids. After a swim. Right, Nicky? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we did have, have a chat with them, see how they all were, and then pretty much... After that, it was straight into the water. Oh, yes, yeah, so it was prawns. Went really? for a swim and um, had a bit of a kiss and a cuddle. Dale has this thing he does when he wants to get intimate. You are turning me on. It's been so long. I just need to look at her and I'll, I'm like... <laughs> it's the eyebrows. It's the eyebrows. Just be careful of the seaweed and the jellyfish. It won't stop me. And it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's looking. Let's go for it. More yours, baby. Mm. Pants were coming down and things were getting quite exciting. This was our time to shine. <laughs> and then you hear Dale's mum call out, Dale! I actually wasn't expecting it because I was just in sex land. Yeah, Dale! Oh my god, Froggy! It's my mum! Yeah. Mum. <laughs> Time to pack up. What does she want? We're heading for the house. Don't stop, just ignore her. I can't, she, she's my mum. Definitely my first reaction was a swear word. It's like, Emil, <laughs> this was my one chance. Definitely killed the mood. Let's go in. I couldn't believe it, but I said to him later, later. Time for bed. Because mum's got a two-bedroom hey, house and she's got a big shed which is decked out with beds and stuff. Hey, Dad and I'll stay at the shed tonight. You two can have our room so you can get a good rest. That's so thoughtful. Thanks, Mum. Secretly, I was rubbing my hands together to get intimate and... Um, have sex. Have sex. Oh, I can smell the perfume. My mum wears this perfume. It's in the sheets. What? Bummer, I can't have sex in her sheets. So I wanted to get the thought of my mum out of my head before I got <laughs> intimate with her. I will change the sheets. You go into the shower and get yourself squeaky clean so we can get ready for some fun. Go. Now. I've had this sexy 
nighty that I got out. I went off and got some sheets out of the cupboard. I'm lying in my nighty or looking all sexy and ready to go. Jason, oh, you look scrumptious, baby, and I have you all to myself. <laughs> and then all and of a sudden... Dale! And the worst thing with mums, she doesn't have locks on her doors. No. Everything all right in there? Need anything? Everything's fine, Mum. We're settling in. So we've had to barricade our suitcase right against the door. <laughs> so if we hear the suitcases fall over, <laughs> get off quick. A lot of preparation for just one hot, sexy night. Stop, stop, stop. When he stopped me. What, what? I was thinking that his mum was out the door again. And I was like, Nothing's wrong, everything's fine. My mum's not there. Stop, stop! I don't feel good. What? Stop. My hands are all clammy, my face is sweating, and my heart was going 100 miles an hour. Oh. I felt a pain in my chest, I started sweating, and I thought I was having a heart attack. Stop, stop! There's something seriously wrong with me. I was like, what? What now? What, what are you talking about? And then I look down and okay, I look. see... Turn around, sweetie. Show me. It was already swollen in the heat of the moment. Show me what's wrong. I couldn't explain what had happened. Oh, my God! Dale! What? They what were like that? grapefruits, maybe. Ah, uh, uh, uh. oh. And getting bigger. What's wrong with me? And because he was clutching his chest, I thought he was having a heart attack. What is wrong? What? What? It was a bit what? scary. About. Dale, are you naked? I didn't know whether I was going to die from a heart attack or die of embarrassment with my whole family there. What is it, son? Is it your chest? What's going on, mate? You all right? I was thinking we've got to get him to the hospital. I got a real tightness in my chest. I think I'm having a heart attack. Oh my god. Better get your pants on, son. They won't fit. What? Oh, I don't understand. I borrowed one of Dad's robes. How could your pants not fit? Does this have something to yes, do yes, with... Yes, yes, it does. Yes, what? it does. Then you walked very slowly to the car. Okay, I'm going to take him to the hospital. Take these. I was waddling. Like how a pregnant woman yeah. walks. Take these. Crikey. I couldn't even sit in the car. I had to lean on one side. <laughs> Luckily, it was only a short drive. Thank you. We made it. Yes, it's here. Look, go straight through. When we got to the medical centre, the sign said it was closed, and the first thing that came to my mind was, you've got to be kidding me. Somebody's going to have to see him because something's seriously wrong with him. I was freaking out. Yes, hello. Yes, please, it's an emergency. Just a million things go through your head. What's going on? OK, thank you. Thank you so much. It is scary. It's OK, you just need to breathe through it, OK? Okay, you're gonna be fine. So I thought, what if I die yeah. in that time? Is there something seriously wrong with me? That 10, 15 minutes went Same pretty thing. quickly. I'm so sorry, I'm the only one here today. I got here as quickly as I could. What seems to be the problem? There was actually a nurse that showed up. My chest is tight, I, I can't breathe. But he's having chest pains, he's sweating all the time. Okay, well, let's get you inside. Can you stand up? Okay. Am I having a heart attack? We'll find out. You're gonna need a complete blood workup, so I called in the lab technician. You're okay, come on. But I had a get a few tests. We'll take good care of you. 
she hooked him up to some monitors just to check the heart rate and took some blood. The heart monitor's stable. Does that mean I'm not having a heart attack? It doesn't tell the whole story, so we're going to have to do a blood test for enzymes to settle the case. What about a doctor? We're fairly rural out here. The closest doctor's about 100 kilometres away on holiday. But don't worry, you're in good hands. I've done this before. What was happening when the pain first began? We were kind of having some alone time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I see. And then what happened? I suddenly got a terrible tightness and pain in my chest. I couldn't breathe. Sweat was pouring down my face and I felt nauseous. Okay, anything else? There's something else. Mm -hmm. Down there, keeps getting bigger. And bigger. Okay, well, let's have a look. It was so swollen. Just show me. Oh, wow. So then mum called us. It's your mum. What should I tell her? Um, tell her that he is fine for now and that uh, we'll know something for certain as soon as we get the blood test back. What do you think? I don't know. I've never seen anything like this before. She's poking at it. Can you feel that? Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, it's getting bigger. Yes, Mum, I'm talking about his privates. Oh, I'm going to get to keep my plumbing. She's having a bit of a play around with it, really. Please hold still. Ah! Oh, that was my fault. I'm just trying to figure out what's causing the worrisome swelling and how it relates to your other symptoms, but for right now, I'm at a loss. So it was kind of guessing and waiting for test results to see what it would come up with. I have your labs, and I'm happy to say that you did not have a heart attack. I was very relieved to hear her say that. And there's no sign of bacterial infection. Good. I'm sorry, I really have no idea what's going on with your testicles, but seeing as you're having chest pain and the sweats, it appears as though you're having some sort of allergic reaction. When someone comes in with an allergic reaction, it's important to treat them right away. We need to decrease their exposure to the allergen and decrease that inflammatory process. We're usually just treating the symptoms and we don't really know what the person's actually allergic to. After we found out the heart was okay, it was... Focus it was down, on that. Focus on the, the crown jewels. Well, this is an epinephrine injection. <clears throat> and this should reduce the effects of the allergy so that we can figure out the cause. Now, hopefully, the ice pack hey. will reduce the swelling so that I can get a better look of what's going on down there. Prolonged orchitis or swelling of the testicles can lead to infertility. If left untreated, the patient have difficulty urinating and that could lead to kidney damage. After the EpiPen, wasn't sweating as much. Oh, he seemed uh, a lot calmer. A lot calmer. How are we doing? His chest is better, but he's still pretty swollen downstairs. Okay, well, let's take a look. I had to maintain eye contact <laughs> with her. Watching someone else touch your husband's crown jewels, it's kind of odd. Just lifting things and... and <laughs> it's just very uncomfortable. Well, the swelling has gone down enough for me to see a small red lump on the left testicle. I bet that's the culprit. And on the small red lump, I can see two tiny bites from two tiny fangs. That would explain the allergic reaction. Two tiny what? Fangs. You've been bitten by a spider. Oh my God. How did a spider get down there? 
An arm, yeah. A leg, but not down there. Well, certain spiders like to hide out in clothes, cupboards, towels, sheets. I hadn't thought about it, but when she mentioned the sheets, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Sheets? We were copping a root in Mum's bed last night. After we changed the sheets. That's probably where the spider was. White-tailed spiders are pretty common in Southeast Australia and they get into everything. Mm -hmm. And they don't spin webs, so sometimes they're pretty hard to spot. It happens a lot in Australia. People getting bitten by spiders, but not in your privates. No. You know, that's your bad luck. Luckily, white-tailed spider bites aren't deadly, but you had a pretty severe allergic reaction, so it's lucky you came in when you did because allergic reactions can also be deadly. This whole time, I am still thinking how long they're going to be swollen for. Are we going to be able to get back to uh, Mum's bedroom and finish what yeah. we started? That was actually the last thing on my mind. <laughs> that was the first thing on my mind. Unfortunately, ice is the only treatment for a white-tailed spider bite and the swelling could stay like that for a few weeks. So it looks like sex is off the table for you two until Dal returns to normal. They said, when you get back to the city, get a, um, an ultrasound just to make sure everything's working in working order. So um, just kept applying ice to that and eventually it went away and stuff and everything's good. Well, so much for a romantic vacation. Lesson learnt. Don't have sex. Don't have sex in your mum's bed. My name's Roger Goldenberg. I'm an emergency medicine physician. In the emergency room, everyone's working really hard. But there's always more patients than you can see, so everyone wants to be seen right away. I could get in to see the hairdresser faster than I could see a darn doctor. So what's with the surfer dude in the debutante? My name is Wendy Goldenberg. I'm an emergency room charge nurse at a busy trauma center. Oh, it's going to be a crazy night in New York. We're happily married with six kids and one grandchild and another one on the way. We just have an incredible, unique situation where we just love being together, that we, could, we truly could finish each other's sentences and, and know exactly what the other person's thinking. Hi, Bam, can I help you? Hi. Why don't you get a triage and I'll catch up with you. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. Hi, what brings you in tonight? patient came in to triage, a young lady who is obviously in a lot of distress. <laughs> there it goes again. These people will be able to help you, okay? They don't touch me. She smells like chlorine. And there was a young man accompanying her, but not making a lot of eye contact with me or the, or the young lady that was there. Definitely, I thought, these two don't seem like they go together. Um, different backgrounds or different personalities even in the way they dressed. You need to explain to me what's going on. It's just so embarrassing. And this particular lady was very anxious, not wanting to talk to me, saying she was in a lot of pain. I'm gonna get you back into a room and we're gonna get you evaluated. There was no way I was gonna get this story out of this lady, so I decided just to take her back, basically to a room back in the ER. Come on over here, Caitlin. Tell me what happened to you. Okay. It hurts so bad, but I can't possibly tell you what's going on, okay? And I tried to calmly explain to her that I've heard everything. I've been in the ER for a long time. There's nothing you could tell me that I haven't already heard. Nothing's going to leave this room. You need to tell me what happened. There was an incident. An incident that won't remain a secret, okay? Okay, sit down on the bed. I'm going to get some vital signs on you. Come on. I couldn't even get her to sit in the chair because she was jumping around <laughs> saying, there it goes again. You really need to tell me what's going on. I can't help you unless you tell me what's going on, Caitlin. She said that something happened during sex and it's still down there. It was, it was him. Us. We were making love in my jacuzzi. 
Oh, please make it stop. Please right. make it stop. I After about five minutes of trying to get the story out of her, I knew there was it wasn't going to happen. I can't take this anymore. So I decided Whoa. just to go get the physician, and we'll get this taken out of you. Whoa. And I could not get her calm down. She was over the edge with anxiety and pain and, and jumping around and wouldn't get quite straight to the story of what brought her there. Caitlin's leaving town tomorrow with her parents, and we just wanted to spend one last night together without our parents finding out about us. She lived with her parents still, and he was the pool boy. Oh, Greg, it's Mother! And she's wondering where I am. What am I supposed to say? First of all, you need to calm down. You need to calm down. Good. Tell me what's going on. Okay, there's something stuck in there, and it won't come out, and it keeps turning on and off. Is it a vibrator? Okay, that happens all the time. People get vibrators stuck in them all the time. You just have to tell me, where exactly is it? Well, it, it sort of went in the other place. So there are really only two places a vibrator could go. So from behind? No. And when I asked her which one, she said neither. Oh, there it goes again. Well, it, it sort of went in the other place. So from behind? No. And when she said neither one, I knew there was something out of the ordinary here. Okay. There it goes again. There, there are really again. only two places that it can go. So where is it exactly? No, he's right, he's right, he's right. The vibrators and where I tinkle. Where you tinkle, she said. It's in where I urinate. Okay, that is very unlikely. <gasps> There's a little hole that's your urethra where your urine comes out of it, and he said, that's the one, that's where it went. And I said, well, that's really impossible. That, that just can't happen. He said, no, that's where it went. I saw it, I saw it. It slipped out of my fingers and went up in that place. It can stretch out a little bit, but not, as a general, not that much. I'm gonna get you in a private room and get the doctor. You guys get a gown on and I'll okay. be right. I swear, it slipped out of my fingers. So as I put him in the room, I'm thinking, this isn't true. There's no way this happened. She probably has it in her vaginal area, and it just feels like it's somewhere else. Hey, Roger, it's time to get up. I got a good one for you. What's up? Well, there's this girl who came in with her boyfriend, and she said that she's got a vibrator stuck in her urethra. Her urethra? I'm not even thinking that because that's just impossible. So that's not even like on the list of possibilities. Hi, Caitlin, I'm Dr. Goldenberg. So then uh, Wendy you know, sets up the, the pelvic bed and to do the pelvic exam. It's just gonna take a minute. I'm still thinking, you know, what, what, what's your story? Okay, hon, I'm gonna get you ready. I'm gonna have you lay back. I'm gonna get your feet in these stirrups. Maybe I should just... No, no, you're not gonna go anywhere, okay? She wasn't real happy with him at this point. You're gonna stay here because you got me into this and you're gonna help me get out of it. And he, on the other hand, was really embarrassed, just standing there kind of like back in the corner, not really knowing what to do or say. I want you to relax, take deep breaths, in and out, in okay, and Caitlin, out. Okay, Caitlin, just relax here. So at this point, I take the speculum and I start performing the exam, and the speculum starts vibrating in my hand, that you could feel it vibrating. Deep breaths. Oh my God. Wendy, this is unbelievable. As I'm at the head of the bed, like kind of trying to console the patient and calm her down and do deep breathing. I don't see anything. I could feel this vibration where the bladder is, that this, there's a vibrator stuck in her bladder. I just couldn't believe it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. 
Well, there's a first for everything. So the, the boyfriend did mention, he goes in like a tiny vibrator, like one of those little ones the size of your, your pinky. We're gonna get an x-ray just to make sure. People come in with kidney stones all the time. Kidney stones are like the size of a little pebble. They're three to five millimeters, which is really small. And people are in severe pain. So to realize that a vibrator actually went up through the urethra, that has got to be severely painful for this poor gal. And right. just unusual. We don't we don't see things stuck up there like that. Now we sit up, honey, okay? Oh. And get your feet off the stirrups. Uh-oh. What? Now mother's furious. And she's seeing poor daddy's worried sick. Why do your parents even care? You're 20. Okay, I know how old I am. Okay, don't remind me, okay? So while she's all all worried about the her parents finding out what's going on, I'm much more worried about the medical ramifications. Is, a, is there a vibrator in the bladder? Is there going to be an infection? Is there going to be a, a rupture? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to I do? I don't know. Why don't you calm down? When you take an x-ray of the abdomen, you, there's shadows of like where your bladder is. Well, seeing is believing. So everyone came by to look at this x-ray. There's the vibrator sitting horizontally in the bladder. In that center of that shadow, there was this you know, half pinky size tubular you know, object. Seeing where it is, I don't see any choice but surgery. Wait, what? No, 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 no. Well, Kaylin, even tiny bladder stones the size of a pebble often need surgery to come out through the urethra. I may go give the urologist a call. No, I simply can't have surgery. You know, she's just so nervous about everything. I just want to go home. I just want it to be over with. I still have my parents' insurance. They're going to find out, and I'm going to get cut out of the will. Maybe we can pay for it ourselves. Yeah, what, with your pool boy salary? Oh. What? Oh, God. Mom and Dad put this GPS tracking system on my phone, and they're coming to the hospital to look for me now. What are we supposed to do? It's time we tell them the truth. This is what we're going to do. We're going to tell them that I went for a night swim, and I slipped on the pole, and, and you came to save me. That's what you're going to tell them, OK? What? I'm going to tell them? Yes, you. I'm just going to be a tiny bit Unconscious. So getting to your bladder is pretty, you know, pretty simple. It's just a, uh, above your pelvic bone. So you will open up the bladder, you know, take out the whatever's there, uh, suture up the bladder. If there's an injury, you might want to keep a little catheter in to kind of let that area heal. Billions. Flowers, really? After what you went through, look, I'm sorry about all this. This was just supposed to be some sexy fun. Oh my goodness, sweetheart, what happened to you? Mom, I, what on earth are you doing here? Mom, I can explain, I can explain, okay? Paul was just looking after me. Your job is to change the filter on my hot tub, not to look after my daughter. I'm in love with your daughter. I know this is not what you want to hear, but... What I don't want to hear from you is another word. You're just an employee. Mom, that's so rude. No, Why would you say that? No, you should be quiet. I did oh. not raise a daughter like oh, this. Oh, yes, no, you, you did. No, you do not. Girls, yes, please come out. Shut up! Hey, Caitlin. Surgery went great. Your bladder's fine. Your urethra is fine. Everything's going to be good. Thank you. And we have one for the record book. Here's the famous obstruction. The surgeon thought you might like to keep it for a souvenir. It better not be what I think it is. It is. Honestly, Mom, he might not be Ivy League material, but but he's actually a really good guy and he treats me so well. But no more sneaking around. 
Thank you, ma'am. Oh, one more thing, Paul? Yes, ma'am? You're fired. <laughs> Working in the ER, we see tons of objects in areas where they're not supposed to be and holes that they weren't made for. Caitlin, how are you feeling? I'm feeling much better, but now I have my mom to deal with. And I thought the vibrator there was a pain in my... Between Wendy and I, there's <laughs> over 40 years of ER experience, and we have never seen anything like this before or since. <laughs> I met Sam because he worked at the grocery store down the street from my house. I mean, I go there every few days, so I mean, I saw him often, and I had been recently divorced. But the guys that I had dated in their 40s, they were businessmen, they got a little soft, and you know, it was nice to see someone in good shape and have some muscle tone and definition. She came in, like, you know, like looking really hot. You look amazing. Oh. <laughs> I had been on a horrible blind date, and I went in later in the evening to get ice cream, honestly, because the date was that bad. Good choices. <laughs> Hopefully a good antidote to the dating blues. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I have an even better antidote. We've been talking about hikes for like weeks. So I was like, let's go on a hike. You know, you look down, let's get you out there. Let's get you going. Are you asking me out? You took advantage <laughs> of me is what you're saying. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Why not? Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> I would never have thought I was going to end up dating this guy that worked at the grocery store juggling melons. But he, he really My is God. sensitive, and he's got a good head on his shoulder, and we had great conversations, so um, why not? I wanted the date to be perfect. What could go wrong here? Nothing can go wrong. It's, it's a hike. Okay, now, just to warn you, there might be some wildlife along the trail, but... That's why I'm here to protect you. And who's going to protect me from you? Oh. <laughs> I was acting like I knew my stuff, you know, like the tour guy. Like, see that tree right there? It's been there for 100 years. Wow. Uh -huh. I didn't know I was going to have my very own nature guide. <laughs> Trust me, my skills extend way beyond melon stacking. <laughs> All right. If you think that acacia's cool, got to check some out over here even cooler. So really? he was showing me different things. Oh my God, these are gorgeous. Right? You know, I can kind of feel his presence behind me, and then he very, like, <laughs> gently moved my hair off my neck. <sighs> and he started, like, nuzzling and kissing my neck and shoulder. It's getting pretty, pretty hot and heavy, and it's like we're in our own little world. And I'm thinking, wow, there's a chance I could end up having sex with this 19-year-old guy. From the first time Angel smiled, I was always like, oh, my God. I was like, what if we were to have sex? Like, that was always kind of in the back of my mind. It was very, like, kind of nerve-wracking at first, you know, because I was like, one chance, let's make this happen. Everything was on the line for me. 
We're going at it. It's, it's pretty hot and heavy, and all of a sudden... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was probably the most embarrassed I have ever been in my entire life. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Oh, Being sorry. in the woods and getting intimate with someone, it's not something that I normally do. I'm a very straight-laced person. Where are you taking me? Right here. Sleeping with an older woman was always something taboo in a way where you, you gotta try it, you know, just to see. I was really surprised that I found Sam attractive because he's not my type. So it was it was definitely a personality attraction, but he just felt really natural. I felt protected, like everything would be okay. It just seemed like it was all right to go along with this. You only live once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, there was a little bit of a thrill doing something so out of character for me. I think it added to the level of excitement. For a brief second, I almost was like, wait a minute. But then so much had happened. I was like, you know what? Let's just go with it. <laughs> Everything's like just totally falling into place. It's nature. It's free. <sighs> he didn't act like a guy that was 19 years old. So we're rolling around on the ground. Sticks, bushes, you know, it just feels like game on, like animals, like woo. You got that warrior mode. Nothing's gonna stop me. And he rolls over onto something and it was this super loud crunching sound. What was that? I could feel it, his body like hit something and like pause and then go down. And I'm like, whoa, what? What was that? What was that? This was not natural at all. Ah! She got really panicked. Oh my God. I mean, I just freaked out at that point. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever moved so fast. I jumped up and was grabbing my clothes and was like, bees! I, I tried to convince her that there was no bees. I'm like, oh, hey, no, 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 it's just an old, no bees are in there. Come on. Oh, and I was still sitting there just like, God, like really, is this happening? Wait, where are you going? The beehive. She was not having any of it. The reason I freaked out so badly when I saw that it was actually a beehive bees! is that I am <gasps> deathly allergic to bees. The beehive. All hell breaks loose. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I just no. popped up naked and I was taken off. Ow! I'm like, I just gotta get to the car. I just started running like naked. One minute I'm having sex with this girl. That was like my ultimate fantasy. And the next thing I know, I'm running naked with a swarm of bees attacking me. I could hear like thrashing around further behind me. I was already running and then felt like one stinger. You know, I was like, um, no, I did not want this to happen. And then another stinger. I felt the first five stings. Then after that, my adrenaline just kicked in. If it hadn't been so scary, it would have been really funny to see him swatting these bees. And then I just really, I was like, I ran super fast. I don't care if someone sees me at this point. Right when I hit the like parking lot, that's when I just threw on my boxers, booked it to the car. Oh my God. Ah! Ah! I 
I'm in the car before him, and I'm freaking out. I'm like looking all over and checking to make sure that I, I don't have any stink. Oh, that was not an abandoned beehive. When Sam first got close to me and I could see that he had been stung. Oh, did you get stung? No, thank God. I'm definitely allergic. You're allergic? Yeah. Oh. I hope you're not. You've got a million stings. Oh, no, no, no. I'm and you're trying. starting to swell up. You're oh. swelling. Oh, I'm a little dizzy now. Um, yeah, oh. And there's one place I did not want to be stung. Ow. Oh my god, they didn't get you down there too, did they? Oh yeah, okay, it's time to go to the ER. It's a good idea. And I'm starting to think, how much time do we have? Oh yeah, it's time to go to the hospital. Hey, you know what, I think I'm gonna drive. Okay. Ow. Am I gonna have to explain to people that I was in the woods having sex with this 19-year-old when we got attacked by bees? Okay. I'm gonna tell you right away. I need a little information about your son. Last name, insurance information? No, I'm not his mom. I was actually just rolling around naked with this young hot guy. Why would you think I'm his mom? <laughs> I'm his friend. His friend? Oh. Instantly, what they do is they, they ice me down. And then once they ice me down for a bit, then they start removing the, the stingers with tweezers and all that. Taking out the stinger immediately is essential. Every second that it remains in the skin, more venom is released within the body. If somebody is allergic to it, it can cause them to go into anaphylactic shock, and if it goes untreated, they could die. Well, you're not having an allergic reaction. This is just normal swelling due to the toxins in the bee's venom. This could have been a lot worse. I'm still kind of worried it could be more worse. Uh, I'm worried about stings to my manhood. If a bee got my junk, man, I'd be really freaked out. Um, what actually happened? Oh, long story short. I instantly told him I was having sex in the woods. And um, just as it was getting hot and heavy, I rolled onto a beehive. That's horrible. When he was having the little stingers removed, they let me go back and see him. You told them? I couldn't lie. It was, I was mortified in a way. I was like, did you have to tell him everything? Then you could have just said you were attacked by bees. He didn't need to know what happened beforehand. <laughs> Is it okay if she stays in the room? And I'm uh, watching them. It's all right by me. Then and I feel like my place. lower legs are starting to itch. And at first I'm like, okay, it's just, it's in your head because all of this is going on. Then I was like, no, it, it really itches. Well, just a few stingers in the thigh. Mm. Otherwise, all clear. I was so happy, relieved that there was nothing on my manhood. Oh, well, thank goodness. <laughs> so I started to like pull my pants up a little bit to look and that's when I saw that my legs were actually really red. I'm not feeling so good. I started to really freak out and think, I, I checked everywhere but I didn't check my legs and what if I did get stung by a bee? Are you okay? Oh, here, here, here. I think, I think I might have gotten stung. Oh, but you checked back at the park, didn't you? It felt like my leg was on fire. She's deathly allergic to bees. She's deathly allergic. Brenna, shot, stat. Okay, I can't see the infected area. Oh. Oh, is that uh, better? I can't see any stingers or any signs of stings. 
No stingers, but like. And I'm sure I saw stingers everywhere. Yeah, I think what we have here is an acute case of toxic anandrin dermatitis. What? Oh my god, oh my god, is she gonna survive a show, right? It's poison ivy. You probably both got it. Sometime when we were either rolling around on the ground or running through the forest, I don't really know where, but we ran through some poison ivy. Which is why I advise against sex in the great outdoors. Unless you're prepared for whatever Mother Nature can throw at you, it's best to keep it inside. Oh, God. A poison ivy reaction is typically treated with calamine lotion. It resolves on its own within a week, which if it's in a sensitive area, will feel like forever. So embarrassing. That doesn't look very good. I was happy because I didn't need to get any shots, I didn't need to get any antihistamines. All it was just like the basic process, ice, calamine lotion. You're both very lucky. It could have been a lot worse. We're very grateful. Super, super lucky. Make sure you follow up with your doctor, and if your symptoms worsen, come back and see us, okay? Great. We kind of both knew that Maybe we should just end this. Like, you know, I don't think there's gonna be a sequel to this. So, uh, should I call you? <laughs> um, I think the buzz might be gone. I never thought that having sex in the woods would actually send me to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs>